0: yeah it's chilling. Or pants why are you guys it's not wearing exactly. pants wow new rooftop <laughs> new rooftop same new vibes, <laughs> same siblings same city si- new rooftop new siblings no I new siblings like <laughs> Introduced until tomorrow john and phil oh <laughs> um all right let's just get right into it hello ladies and gentlemen my name is jesse and um, I am the host of the Rooftop Pod. Joining me today <laughs> is my sister. Rachel. And my brother. Andrew. And um, I just today, wanted to...
1: I am chilly.
0: Today I'm chilly. Today I'm tired. Every day I'm tired.
1: Every day I wake up feeling like... Doodoo. Dookie.
0: <laughs> I feel okay. I, I wonder <laughs> if that's... No, I feel like that's just part of adulthood. You just wake up not without the same zeal that you did when you were a child. So I feel like when I was a child, I was able to wake up and feel excited for the day. I haven't felt that way in a long time. Oh, sad. I will say the climate of what's going on in Mm. the world makes it difficult to wake up with any zeal.
1: This is true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I definitely wanted to start off the pod by acknowledging the extraordinary position of privilege that we have to be able to, like, sit here, talk in front of the camera without having to worry about our own lives, the lives of our loved ones, because that's not necessarily true for a large group of people right now. Um, And it's really difficult. And kind of confusing to see what's going on um, and make it make sense in our own reality right now. Mm. It's been an opportunity for me to learn about, for the first time really, because um, I've heard about this conflict um, that has been going on in Gaza for a long time, but I haven't really taken the initiative to really research and kind of understand the situation that's going on until recently. During this time, I've definitely spent a lot of time educating myself, trying to learn about the situation, trying to learn about the history, so I can really have an informed understanding of what's going on um, in the world right now. Um, But I can't say that I'm an expert by any means. My hearts and thoughts go out to all the families and everybody that's suffering and going through an absolutely egregious humanitarian crisis right now any thoughts or words from you two? I was just gonna say I just feel so helpless right now Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day it feels so bleak because like yes you can speak out about it and I think it definitely does a lot and it's necessary protest but like for awareness i didn't just pledge like a hundred billion dollars uh to go towards like war efforts Mm -hmm. and to know that like taxpayer dollars that our money is going towards that i'm like we are literally kill innocent people i can't yeah i'm like i can't not pay my taxes uh yeah it's crazy to know that like such a large portion of like funds and it's bizarre that like i i just paid off my student loans because you know the student loan uh forgiveness program uh didn't reach approval Mm -hmm. because whatever the reason is uh whether or not it's like oh we don't have money to do like all these things like provide better health care like forgive student loans uh like there's so many like other things where like in my mind this money would be way better used for but instead it's funding a war A war, East. and I don't know there's I don't know it, it, like a lot of times it just feels like there's so little that can be done and the fact that like um, my existence and like dollars are going towards something that I'm not supporting yeah. and like sure you can change it through voting but it's such a slow process Process and like indirect process yeah no it's been i don't know and like the whole time like i'm working at nine to five going on zoom meetings talking about like yeah things that seem Uh, very very meaningless uh, in light of this Uh, it's like a weird cognitive dissonance for the past Mm -hmm. week so yeah
1: yeah, I think the worst thing that people can do is just turn a blind eye to it and be mm. ignorant to it. Like, we mm. cannot allow, like, these mass slaughterings to become a norm that we're just like, oh, it just happens.
0: Yeah, it doesn't affect um, me. It can just go on.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, honestly, the I have struggled with the same issue of, like, what can I even do in this situation? Like, I'm so far removed from it. Everything, like, all of these efforts that people are making seem like they're in vain because everything is really left up to these large political leaders um who oftentimes like aren't going to listen to these individual voices Mm -hmm. but i mean like honestly the best thing that we can do is vote um if you have the resources to donate money to donate to like well um like vetted charities because I think like the most important thing that we can learn from this is how to do good research because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of misinformation going on. Mm -hmm. I think this is something similar. I mean, it's been happening a lot since social media has become like people's primary sources of information, which Mm -hmm. should not be the case. You should not listen to everything that people say, like specifically like certain platforms or strong voices that Mm -hmm. advocate very strongly for things. Like Mm -hmm. make sure that you're vetting your sources too. Make sure you're double checking. This is a silly example, but my friend recently told me that Noah Beck was gay. And we were like, are you sure about that one? And then we double checked and it was not true. Okay. So just because one person says it um, on social media does not mean that you should take it as truth. Make sure you take the time to form your own opinions, do thorough research um, and find ways that you can support your own beliefs, um, whether that's through voting or donating Um, there's like a wealth of information and I think that's the hardest part is just parsing through it all. Um, but if you are feeling helpless, like the best thing that you can do is just do your research. Inform yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, another thing is because I haven't found like the best way to support people in this crisis right now, like it'd be great if any of you guys know Mm -hmm. of any sort of organizations that are doing humanitarian work um, in the Middle East. That are directly helping. doctors
1: without borders that is right. a good organization that you can donate to. to and
0: then also i've seen that a lot of people have been calling their congressmen and congresswomen mm-hmm. to call for a ceasefire and i almost feel like calling for peace yes it sounds like the right thing to do but that even calling for peace to me almost feels like it's coming from a stance of privilege of course we want people yes. to stop fighting of yes. course we want but have you had your families killed have you had your lands robbed from mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. you had your people be murdered just because of their ethnic roots and like, it's not you like never experienced that like calling for peace mm-hmm. almost feels like that's not enough
1: it's not like people don't want peace like yeah, i feel like I, that's the ignorant naive side of mm-hmm. these petitions because people have been trying to find a way to resolve this like many 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 years long yeah. conflict and it's like there's a reason why these wars are breaking out um it's not like a simple everyone let's just be friends like it's yeah. so much more complicated than that um but yeah i guess that's the helpless portion like mm-hmm. if it is like that then like what do we do about it yeah.
0: yeah i'm just trying to think of myself like if i ever if any of my family were ever touched or murdered in this way like i don't want peace like i don't want like, but obviously, there's a right and wrong way to go about things. Like, I will not be happy with signing a peace treaty, but I also want some sort of retribution of some sort. I mean, right now, I want, I feel like I, I need to do something, and I hope that us speaking up about it allows more people to be aware of the situation and pushes people to research and understand the conflict that's going on. And then hopefully, that will lead us to resources and answers that will lead to a better outcome but
1: yeah and also a call to action being like we are very close to a general election in november Um, make sure before that you well you are first registered to vote second of all do your research on what issues are on your ballot Mm -hmm. who you're going to be voting for um so that we can albeit slowly make some sort of changes with where our money is going towards, when they're being collected through taxes, um, and like what our representatives are fighting for.
0: Yeah, and almost every representative has a position in this specific crisis, and you can definitely figure out which position they're taking um, at this moment. So, yeah, Um, with that being said, we're going to continue on with our regularly scheduled program, of course, with the awareness that, again, we're in an extreme position of privilege to be able to do anything that we're doing this weekend. And in these moments, it just makes me feel incredibly grateful to be able to spend these times with you. So I'm very happy that we can spend this week together and, um, you know, enjoy being in New York for a little bit of time. Um, Yeah, I kind of wanted to catch up. It's um, about what's been going on in people's lives i know andrew as you can tell um has moved we're no longer in brooklyn um, anymore andrew uh, has r.i.p just made his move to manhattan so he's you know graduated from his life Um, yes you definitely (laughs)
1: cannot tell where he is by the skyline
0: i hope people (laughs) can't triangulate your location but yeah tell us a little bit about how your life is life is and what you're looking forward to with this new Mm. life in manhattan Mm -hmm yeah well to catch everybody up jesse and i did a drop i'll I'll start from that Mm -hmm. uh we launched our protein power company Mm -hmm. noru uh so that was a couple weeks ago uh so we did that drop and we were working many many late hours uh and then immediately after that drop i flew back to new york and i moved two days after Mm -hmm. so that week was pretty much a whirlwind um But, yeah, packed all my stuff in Williamsburg and moved uh, into Manhattan, uh, which is, I feel, like, pretty shocking because most people make the exodus from Manhattan into Brooklyn. But, I don't know, we got so lucky with our deal. Just an absolutely absurd deal where we somehow got more space in Manhattan for, like... Less than a hundred dollars more a month. Uh and better amenities. Better amenities. like Yeah. Better uh, more furniture, more convenient. More convenient location. More convenient location. Yeah, uh, you got very lucky. Yeah. Then. We we got really lucky. We were so like, I don't know. Tips on moving in New York, like I mostly hate the process, uh but like uh when you find a deal like this. Yeah, when you find the deal you're just like, Oh wow, this is kinda nice. But it, yeah. Uh, for anybody who's moving into New York, every, everything happens very last minute. So, like, we were apartment hunting, uh, so our lease ended mid-October, and we started looking in August, mm-hmm. which was completely pointless, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it kind of gave us a sense of what was out there, inventory-wise, but everyone was like, oh, can you move in either, like, end of August or, like, first week of September? And we didn't want to eat, like, a month of rent. So essentially everything happened within the last couple of weeks of September, first weeks of October. Mm. Uh like within the month where uh when our lease was expiring. So essentially like the New York housing market is super liquid. Um so things will pop up and uh disappear like within a week. Mm. Uh so before we signed with this place, we actually applied to like two or three other places and we were about to like confirm living in a completely separate building Mm -hmm. and then we saw this this one opened up wow uh and so we like dropped the other offer because we didn't sign
1: so like, always if you cancel within 24 hours,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, like, it wasn't binding, so we dropped it. And then wow, it happened we, within 24 yeah, hours of And then you. we were, wow. like, crossing our fingers that we were going to be approved for this place. Because if we weren't approved for this place, like... You'd be left with nothing. We would have nowhere to live. So it wow. was kind of a roll of the dice, but, you know... Wow, like, it really worked Luckily, out. all of us have stable paying jobs, so mm. us being rejected was probably... It was pretty slim. Manageable, okay. Um, but manageable, yeah. But, yeah, we got this place, like very very like on a whim mm-hmm. uh in terms of like timing but uh my roommate was able to like vet this place out uh always visit places in yes. person sometimes things are too good to wide be true angle lenses and like overexposed, overexposed sunny shots yeah uh yeah no they will they will uh gotcha really pull the rug under you and some of these listing photos so always visit the place in person if you can but yeah, no. After that, honestly, I took a little break from social media. Uh, mm-hmm. One because I was exhausted. Two because of what's happening in the world. Yeah. Uh, like, content just didn't seem like the An appropriate thing, thing I should to do, be yeah. doing. Uh, but I don't know. Like again, like still in like a weird place of like how to go back into living, yeah, normal, living life. normal life. Yeah, living normal life. Yeah. Uh, That's where I'm at. While also being wary of what's going on. Right. And- right like it's unavoidable to talk about these things right now. Yep. um yeah, I've been really enjoying being in Manhattan, being able to like take a you know 20 minute subway instead of a 30 40 minute subway to places. is It's kind of nice, and we don't have to worry about the L being down anymore, mm-hmm. which is.
1: But the F was down yesterday. Oh
0: really? The F betrayed me yesterday. Well, well, I, I haven't walked 20 into minutes. Ran any home. issues yet? Luckily, um, which is not that bad. Yeah. Rachel, what about you? What has been transpiring in your own life?
1: Um, I don't. Applying know. to grad school. Yeah.
0: You excited for that?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but doesn't you don't get excited for moving a, like an, another step closer to your ultimate goal or dream? I
1: think it makes me more anxious than excited. Like I think when the deadlines are far away it's like oh yes i have so much hope and Mm. i'm going to be taking this big step towards something that i want to accomplish in life and then as the deadlines get closer is when like the panic starts to set in where it's like oh my god is this actually what i want to do with my life um like is this like am i application wise like am i competitive like is Is my narrative compelling? Are my grades compelling? Like, is every aspect of my application really compelling? And that's, like, stemming from the part of me that's very much so a perfectionist. So it's very hard to, like, quell those feelings. I think to quell those feelings, I've just been ignoring my applications for the past couple of weeks, which is, honestly, I have time because most of all of them aren't due until like early, mid December, so I have a couple like a month and a half Oh, you're pretty ahead
0: of Yeah, Yeah.
1: and like I talked to, I've like talked to several people within Mm. these past couple of weeks that have been like, oh yeah, like you know, like I didn't start doing my applications until much later or or, like around this time Um, so I'm feeling better about timeline. I think the anxiety of like, oh, is this what I want to do with my life, are these programs the ones that I want to spend a year of my time which a year in the grand scheme of things is like nothing. But is Talk it like it. worth the investment, like mm. monetary investment? Is mm. it worth the time investment? Is it worth like being away from people, I guess? Mm. Um since I am targeting like a pretty specific geographic location Um, and then also questioning my own thought process of, wow, I feel like I'm really stupid and I can't make good decisions for myself. So I don't know if like the way that I'm going about this is also really stupid. I've questioned a lot of the decisions that I've made in terms of like the schools and types of programs that I'm applying for. Mm -hmm. So just a lot of like swirling thoughts. Um, but for the most part, I have been ignoring these thoughts <laughs> and just playing with my friends. Good senior year,
0: as you should. at the end yeah. of the
1: day, I feel like what matters to me most is the people that I surround myself with. Um, I feel like I'm able to make the most like fulfilling impacts in direct communities. So I've been like trying to be more integrated in like the local um, Columbus community, um volunteering and just like, Talking to people, I've been, I've really enjoyed like talking to people and learning about their efforts to like, invest in their communities as well. So that's been really fulfilling. Um, And I'm glad that I have the time in my senior year to do this as well, because my coursework this semester is super light, which is why I'm also able to come to new york and visit andrew very yeah i was to do like what?
0: do you have school
1: <laughs> i do have school We're i've had in classes the of all the week. week yeah yeah I, my fall break stuff. was last week <laughs> oh. and i went to nashville last oh, week right, for fall right, right. break and i was like oh guess i'm going I'm to new york again. right Forgot after yeah so i have not been in columbus for a while um i
0: think that's good for nice. your mental health is
1: is it i think i don't know i i feel like i'm in a general state of stress right now which isn't great are you not um i'm not when i'm ignoring my problems (laughs) with my friends (laughs) um
0: yeah Yeah, i feel like for me i've never really had to struggle with like oh what am i gonna do after school like What jobs do I It's just more school. (laughs) Yeah, for me, the trajectory is so cut and dry. Like, you know, if you're in medicine, you know exactly what you're going to do. But actually, right now in my life, I almost feel like I, since I don't like the path that I'm on, that I kind of want to try something else. So it's almost like, oh, like, now I'm like, what can I do, like, outside of what I want to do or outside of what I've been trying to do for the past, like, decade of my life? um yeah that's uh, another conversation for another time i suppose um but i read your i read your essay for your personal or your statement of purpose um and it's good like i think it's compelling i think there's all the elements are there to write for a very compelling good essay uh, you just have to clean up a little bit of your writing and organize your thoughts a little better but other than that i think it's a it's a good essay you have a lot of good stories in there and you have good experiences for what you want to do so it, it comes kind of pre, kind of naturally i suppose yeah
1: thank you i think what worries me i think i will always have some sort of again rooted in perfectionism where i'm like oh i could have done a lot more to make this even more compelling mm. but i think i need to like what i need to learn to do is give myself grace for my younger self not knowing what she wanted to do, because without those experiences, I would not be here. Mm. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I see that. That's great. Yeah. Um, what are those sounds? That's a helicopter. helicopter. <laughs> are they? Oh, I heard
1: that there was a protest in New York yesterday. Or I got a notification on my phone that there was.
0: There's. Um, There've been a, there's um, a, many. F- a few. Yeah. Yeah. I think they almost happen daily at this point. Um, but yeah, I wanted to kind of give a brief update on uh, what's been going on in my life.
1: Who asked? Just nothing <laughs> super exciting.
0: No one asks. I just have to do this. Um, I'll ask. What's going on in your life? <laughs> there we
1: go. What's going on in um, your life, Jesse?
0: <laughs> you know, nothing out of the norm. I am in New York visiting Andrew. Uh, I'm actually going for a conference that's occurring next week. Uh, but I decided to come a little earlier um, to For hang out concert. with Andrew and Rachel, and so we, we went could to a, a concert. we went to a concert, the Daniel Caesar Omar Apollo concert, which was really? absolutely amazing. It was crazy that it was in like a stadium where you could sit down. I've I never been it. to a Daniel Caesar concert where you're sitting down and in the stands sitting down. In but it was concert. nice. I really liked nice. it. Yeah, I thought it was you can a, sit. You can sit. R- wow. Really calm and soothing the possibilities are endless uh, experience it but it's
1: his vibe
0: does mm-hmm. fit his vibe and like the thing is we at least Rachel and I got two different flavors of experiences with the Daniel Caesar concert like oh. we saw him in Columbus where we were up close and personal like we we were so close to him mm-hmm. and we were what, standing were in a pit anything? and oh, it yeah. was like awesome cuz it was like an intimate like experience he, you could literally stare into his eyes and he could stare into yours but wow. uh, <laughs> I think I caught a glance at some point uh, he
1: looked at you for one yeah, one yeah but you you're not
0: gonna experience that in MSG there's yeah. thousands of people there and um, he looked at me <laughs> <laughs> there's no way he's gonna look <laughs> but um, it was crazy because I saw Daniel Caesar for the first time in 2017 while I was a while well, i was still in college and i was obsessed with him back then um already back then i was like this is going to be like one of my favorite artists of all time and like being in a tiny bar in baltimore and seeing him like i almost appreciated that experience more for myself but like seeing him succeed like 6 years later mm-hmm. selling out MSG was honestly did he honestly, sell out i think he sold it looked like it sold out it <laughs> looked pretty full cool. <laughs> okay. it was mostly filled i thought he it sold it was
1: very out. filled
0: um, but it was a super it must have been a crazy mind blowing experience for him and I'm like mm. I was super happy for him, like even yeah. though he doesn't know me it doesn't care <laughs> if I'm happy for him or not. Exists. For me personally, I was like, dang, at least one of us made it <laughs> in this past six years. <laughs> we would start at the bottom yeah. together. <laughs> we started at, we both were at the bottom six years ago. We were both in the same tiny little
1: bar bottom. in Baltimore, Maryland, six yeah. years ago.
0: And the craziest thing was um when i saw him in 2017 snow allegra opened for him
1: oh and like
0: now she's also huge (laughs) like
1: it it was such a different
0: time um but yeah it's it was a very surreal experience like seeing him perform like in so many different contexts like i've told rachel i've seen him on every tour that he's been on i think Wow. Maybe except, one. except oh. for his first EP, I, I don't know if he went on tour for that, but I didn't see him on that one. But um, it was insane, like just seeing his like trajectory of going from a small like small time R and B artist, who was making incredible music, to like you know collaborating with Jacob Collier, and then eventually collaborating with Justin, Justin Beaver, Bieber, and then now he's like
1: her pl-
0: playing <laughs> show. I mean, her was er- I honestly I him and her him and her (laughs) (laughs) daniel caesar and her like came up kind of together um off um best part part. and uh yeah it's crazy seeing the trajectory of some like your favorite artists going from like general like small-time artists to like a huge mainstream artist and the thing is daniel caesar hasn't lost his touch i feel like a lot of artists when they blow up they kind of lose their touch with their original mm. fan base and stop producing music that they're like OG fans like. But for me, every single album has hit for me. Like well, I liked everything. There was a that's portion
1: when there was a little bit, and maybe it's still even now where what? he was canceled.
0: Oh yeah, but that's not his music though. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually in saw, terms
1: of losing touch. Yeah. With oh, a fan losing base. touch with your fan yeah. Base.
0: yeah. Yeah, that was quite ignorant of him i was actually on his instagram live when he said all those things like i saw it live i was like what are you talking about? why are you
1: saying super
0: drunk like he's he looked like he was lit but even that's not an excuse but yeah there was a period of time where he said some ignorant stuff uh in the wake of like the black lives matter movement but uh he has apologized since then maybe not the most sincere of apologies but um i appreciate his music for what it is um Anyways um, And then I also came to New York to uh, Finally get my My teeth fixed Wow! Um, do you have them in right now? Yeah you yeah. might notice like I'm kind of talking A little bit, a little bit with a lisp That's okay. because I recently got Invisible aligners from Impress And wow. I can't uh, I can't believe it's finally happening Because I've been wanting to do this for a very long time I've had like A pretty bad overbite where it, like interferes with my ability to uh not mouth breathe <laughs> uh, because my teeth jut out like my mouth is just naturally open and when my oh, mouth is wow. naturally open oh, i just start mouth breathing mm. and i have to consciously like when i go to bed i have to be like shut close your mouth, mouth. <laughs> close your mouth and breathe through your nose interesting mm. i don't have that. um overall The experience has been really nice actually. Most people haven't heard of Impress because they're kind of a new company in the U.S. But Impress is actually like the premier orthodontics invisible liner company in in Europe. And so when I went in for the first time, they did like a 3D scan, they did like x-rays. Everything was seamless and done very professionally by dentists and uh, technicians who were there. Um, and they got they fitted me with like 13 aligners, which is crazy. Um, that you change out every single week. The changes are minimal each time, such uh, that you don't get that really sore feeling. Like, because when braces. we used to have braces, like, whenever they Dude, tighten or change the braces, so much. it would hurt a lot. But these don't hurt at all. I mean, you notice that they're there, but you don't feel like your teeth are being like you didn't have to blend your food in. up into a smoothie and drink it. Like, yeah, no, I can chew. I can, like, I can. When I take these off to eat, like I can do everything really normally. Wait, when you um, got braces, did mom ever blend your food? Because I remember I had Xifeng Shi Cao Dan. Oh, mom ew. Put that in rice and blended it. And oh, I had to drink no. it. Yeah, it That's was nice. Oh, <laughs> I still remember that. Uh, I God, remember no. mom one time she did
1: not do that made a smoothie. <laughs>
0: Uh, where she, it was a fruit smoothie where she thought she put bananas in it, but they were actually frozen spring rolls. <laughs> do you remember that? No. I remember our friend Jonathan was like at our oh, home. Wait, that's so funny. How do I not and, remember this? And we drank it and we're like, oh my God, this is disgusting. <laughs> Mom's like, what? It's just a regular fruit smoothie. Just drink it. And we're like, no, this is so bad. <laughs> and then she goes into the fridge. Oh, she's like, God. oh wait the bananas are still here (laughs) like (laughs) what did i put in there and she had put Uh, in because the frozen spring rolls uh, look like bananas uh, and so we had and she still made us drink it uh she's like no this is not going away you're drinking that um
1: oh yeah
0: i i was scarred by that that wasn't because i had braces that was just mom (laughs) (laughs) making a silly mistake uh um man but yeah um like i've had again like i was saying i've had this like overbite problem that has caused a bunch of issues one of them is the mouth breathing thing i does i do feel like that affects my mouth breathing another thing is it makes me like speak with a little bit of a lisp i mean obviously it's worth 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 now (laughs) worth worth now now because i have because i have like this thing in my mouth but like uh once it's fixed i'm so excited to see like what my smile looks like and then also um, how I talk because when I talk for long periods of time with my overbite like I start my teeth is not like capturing the the th sounds that well it's not making s sounds that well it's not as crisp Um, crisp (laughs) it's kind of ironic right now because I have the most lisp that I've ever had before Um, but yeah I went in for my so they do when you get like a cheap orthodontic aligner they don't give you like these attachments on your tooth that like helps these aligners really stay in place so i got these like attachments on teeth i think they look kind of badass not gonna lie but i can't now I have <laughs> they're these. Like grills. <laughs> the gym, <laughs> they're like grills kind of like grills but um yeah they're super not, grateful like for uh <laughs> for the opportunity to listeners. get my aligners done by impress and um, i'm looking forward to the rest of the treatment they make the process super easy like i don't have to go into the dental office like really at all they like give you these like mouth opener things that like hold your mouth really open and then you take pictures for your appointments like you take pictures of your teeth and then send it to the doctor and they tell you if you're on track or not yeah. so nice they, yeah um, so thank you Impress for uh, aligning my teeth and making me feel confident about my smile and the way I talk and breathe
1: nice Yay.
0: I was gonna do I'm not gonna put this in like the ad at all but <laughs> I was gonna do uh a segment that has that's sponsored by Impress. Like, one moment in your week that made you smile. Ooh. <laughs> I hate that. That's <laughs> oh disgusting. No. <laughs> no? Okay. It's interesting cry? that you
1: talk about the mouth breathing, because when I was in Nashville, I was, like, sleeping in the same bed as my friend Delia, uh-huh. and both of us are extremely quiet sleepers. Like, we yeah. breathe really okay. quietly, we barely move, and so, like... We were like the next morning. We were like, "Oh my God, we need to play some white noise or something because that is <laughs> it's extremely so uncomfortable to sleep in complete utter silence." Really?
0: Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, not in New York. There's always like the sound some of some sort traffic. of noise. Yeah. yeah, white noise or whatever. What have I ever punched you while you're? Because uh, we Je- Jesse and I sometimes split the bed when he visits if he doesn't take the couch. Uh, i've been known to like move around a lot when i sleep because um, i remember i don't remember i'm, Are you a, I'm a pretty sleeper? deep sleeper oh, okay. so like okay. when i'm yeah. out i'm out yeah. <laughs> yeah like i don't notice anything but i don't think you've um you've definitely slept talked i remember growing up you slept talk yeah, a lot but i feel like i haven't done that in a while that or you haven't noticed i probably haven't noticed mm-hmm. you probably still do it maybe i do still sleep talk um that it you I only notice when I'm still awake, like I haven't gone to bed yet and you had fallen yeah. asleep. But recently that hasn't has happened. To happen. I'm trying to think, maybe you have, but I was like asleep and I just like woke up briefly and yeah. don't remember that well. But I've definitely been in a bed with people that have uh been like very cholte and oh, it's yeah. Kinda jarring, but then I'm just like, Oh, they're just like twitching. Yeah.
1: Ooh, I was talking to Caleb about this yesterday because I got kind of triggered by something that Jesse said.
0: (laughs) Oh what? What What did he say? What did I say?
1: Basically, you were like, "Rachel, stop being indecisive. Just
0: choose a place." Choose a place.
1: Yeah, to eat lunch.
0: Okay. And (laughs) I got triggered from (laughs) me telling you to pick a place to eat.
1: (laughs) look at this reaction (laughs) (laughs) this is invalidating
0: my feelings (laughs) oh i keep on going how did this interaction go because i was not here
1: anyways and then I was like, why am I being accused of being indecisive so often? I feel like I make so many decisions every day. And then I made this realization. It's because usually I'm the one making plans. So when I tell, when I give a list of options to like for people to right. choose out of, I've already made the decision to like choose those specific places. And generally the specific places have very, very different vibes, right? I sent Jesse a bakery and... And a Hong Kong style sit down restaurant. I said,
0: let's just pick someone we can eat lunch. So,
1: yes, and you could have just said Hong Kong. Well,
0: I was at an orthodontics appointment, so I. Anyways, this is
1: a broader issue. (laughs) (laughs) This is a broader (laughs) issue. Anyways, and so I was like, oh, this is why I'm a little upset because I feel like I'm gonna generalize this. I feel like women are being accused of being indecisive quite often because that's something that my friends are always apologizing for too they're like oh sorry i'm so indecisive but it's also because i feel like women are the ones making plans most of the time too so like we're already putting in that effort to determine what should we do Mm. what are potential places that we can go to and then when we've already done that work and we bring it up to potentially a man They're like, you just decide when we're like, we've already made these decisions. We want you to have a part in making these plans as well.
0: Okay. Anyways.
1: So I talked to Caleb about this
0: Mm, and he was
1: like, actually, this was a realization that I made quite recently because a similar complaint was brought up to me by one of my close female friends where whenever she came to visit, she was making a lot of the plans and I wasn't recognizing that like, that was the work that was already being put into making plans. Like mm. initiating the this
0: plans. That's fair. That's
1: fair. Anyways, so yeah. Acknowledge your friends for making plans because okay. I'm grateful.
0: No, that's good.
1: Um, I'm grateful that I have friends that will plan things. Um, and I can just go along for the ride. It takes a lot of effort.
0: It, that's <laughs> absolutely true. Well, in my previous relationship, I think my partner definitely planned. Whenever we go on trips... She would plan like everything and I would just like sit back relax and just enjoy Mm. things Sometimes it was a little stressful because we had to do like a billion things But like obviously I was still grateful that I didn't have to do that planning or I didn't have to do that much of it Um, and then i've also traveled with just my guy friends and we would have No plans like we would just sit around and do nothing But I think guys are okay with that like me and my guy friends were like, oh, Me we're specifically, not... Specifically, I know I'm okay with just sitting around and not doing anything. Yeah, we're Rachel like, knows this? <laughs> we don't do have, like, like we're okay with, like, going with the flow. Like, even if we don't yeah, do yeah. anything, we're like, oh, like, we just spent a day, it's like, hang out with, with each other. Like, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't do anything, but we don't feel like we missed out. Um, which is why I think for us, it feels a little less significant that we don't make plans. But, like, I do see from, I mean, these are generalizations. There are people, I have guy friends that are very on top of planning and stuff. Like, my friend Nick, he, whenever we go on, go on trips, we used to make fun of him for being so, like, anal about, like, making a billion plans. Um, but then, but like, I've come to appreciate, lot, like, yeah. he wants to experience the most out of every trip. So, like, he makes an Excel spreadsheet. He plans out every, every time of the day, we're doing this, this, and this. And I appreciate both, but... If we're going somewhere that I don't have a high conviction of, like, I need to do these, these, and these things, like, I'm okay with just, like, being around and, like, uh, doing whatever. I have to be more aware of people who do want to maximize, like, the experience of being somewhere. So, like, That's people Rachel. like Rachel. Making like Making
1: one decision, you choosing a restaurant right. is really small in the grand scheme It is. Things. And you shouldn't <laughs> accuse other people of being indecisive <laughs> <laughs> when they just want to make sure that your needs are being met when they're making other plans because they can also acknowledge mm. that they can be pushy scary. in making these plans and so they want to involve you in that process okay. by being able to make these decisions okay. okay
0: i I, <laughs> I apologize for that my i was like in the orthodontics office with the dentist in my mouth <laughs> texting you so i was like i don't want to read through all this right now like can you just pick one i was like pick the place that we can go eat lunch at And I assumed that one of them was a lunch place and then one of them wasn't. So I thought you would make the decision for me. But I I do apologize for calling you indecisive because I do that a lot. (laughs) He
1: does that a lot. I do call you
0: indecisive a lot. Yeah. And sometimes it's true. (laughs) Anyways. In this instance, it was not. So I apologize. And that concludes this episode (laughs) of Sibling Therapy. What's the next segment? (laughs) Um, the next segment is <laughs> the podcast might die. <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, I'm talk about <laughs> no, yes. I'm. Just, I was just self reflecting on like this podcast and like I've. Did we acknowledge that this is a one year anniversary? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no. The one year anniversary of when I per- posted the first episode was like November, but the first oh. episode that was ever recorded was technically on my birthday oh. uh, of last year, and yeah, so. The one year anniversary would have been the last episode that we did, Uh-oh. which we didn't really. No. Well, the one year anniversary was the podcast I was trying to have you guys record on my birthday. Oh, <laughs> but then that it never did not happened go well. because it did not go well. So I was it just like, we were no just, one was cooperating. So <laughs> I, was I was like, okay. we're not doing a pod today because no one's heads in, in okay. the Our in the mindset to do it. The right space, and yeah. uh, because of that, I was like, man, like. It's kind of difficult to, like, get the energy. Like, I can recognize it in myself, too. Like, sometimes I I don't really want to sit down and do a podcast. I just want to, like, hang out and not have the pressure of, like, recording ourselves. So, like, mm-hmm. finding... I feel like the- our
1: conversations haven't been super substantive lately either.
0: <laughs> like, I enjoy doing this. I I Honestly, I just want to go back to the roots of, like, this is just us talking and, like, us you know enjoying each other's companies i think we got in the mindset of like we need to produce content to entertain others and that became tiring and overbearing sometimes i think about like oh what is something that we can talk about that i can clip later but like Mm. now i'm like i don't really i don't even want to really make clips anymore like i (laughs) I don't find it that satisfying and like talking about those things sometimes it's not like even things i really care about like i do it to grow our podcasts but now i'm like I think I'm done, like, growing our podcast. I just kind of want to talk and, like, enjoy hanging out with you guys. Like, if people don't want to listen, they don't have to listen. Like, I don't want to do this Please Please keep listening. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And I hope, like, people are in... Like, the people who do listen to us because they enjoy our interactions and our vibe are the people that I appreciate. Like, I don't want people who are just coming from those viral clips that, like, we occasionally talk... Like, that's not... Most of what we're talking about is not that... We like catch up on each other's lives and like fight over things and like it's honestly try to solve always our sibling me issues. And, me and Jesse. No, I think Jesse and I have gone at it, sort of on the of.
1: podcast.
0: Not on the podcast. Oh yeah, you're right. Really? Not on yeah. the podcast. It's usually behind. Yeah. <laughs> phone calls. It's behind closed doors through Rachel. Through <laughs> Rachel. Rachel. Oh I, yeah, we were telling. Yeah. We were talking uh-huh. to Ellie and Kate yesterday. We're like. They're like, oh, because Kate was telling about how her roommate and her sister argue all the time, like 24-7. Really? Yeah, they're literally always arguing. And then she's like, do you and Andrew argue? I'm like, not really. And when we do, we like do it through Rachel (laughs) because she mediates it and like kind of helps us yeah, find it works that out really ground. well and it like, works all well yeah. we talked to rachel first the middle child the, the middle chi- <laughs> even though oh I yeah yeah but like in the context I bridge of all series. the gaps yeah.
1: this is why yeah. i want to build bridges please hire. <laughs> <laughs> accept my graduate school application so i can build physical bridges <laughs> between people so i
0: can <laughs> stop building bridges between my brother really emotional brother. Um, but then we talk in our big kids group chat <laughs> And then with and the then dust it's settles. Okay. And yeah, work out. Yeah, nothing ever gets too heated between us. I think
1: one thing that I realized about our family is that we always recognize that conflict is never worth like damaging relationships for.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's why I'm so conflict averse because I, I'm like. I give up very easily when I personally am in a conflict where I'm just, like, not with Jesse,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not true. <laughs> not with
1: Jesse. Jesse is, is an exception. Like, I would just hold onto grudges and let them simmer. And then I'm just, like, I will get over it. Because mm. sometimes it's not worth the damage
0: that it would cause. So... It- but i know we can get over any damage that I <laughs> <got>. <laughs> so simmer away baby <laughs> um but i don't hold on to grudges at all yeah. uh, at least i don't hold on to grudges against you i don't know if you do or not
1: <laughs> i think i just push them down
0: oh really <laughs> uh, what am i, I what do i actively do that <laughs> we no i think we resolve everything at the end of the day like we don't no, okay. Just me. <laughs> no, oh, I think so. It's yeah, just yeah the I think dude. so. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else? <laughs> what else do you feel like I... Let me pull yeah. up my lips. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but there is a special thing about being siblings, because Jesse and I... I mean, as all brothers do, but we, like, fought physically. I just remember, like, as kids. Oh, yeah, we would physically we We'd physically fight, yeah. wake up the next morning, and, like, you want right, hey, to <laughs> <You wanna laughs> play ping pong downstairs? Like, hey, like, yeah, you want to play ping pong? Like, we just move on past as if nothing happened. It's so funny. Like, yeah. I still remember doing that as kids. Same like, with one Philip night, and John. We'll, like, we see that, yeah. Y- that's true. Philip and John, you see them, like, Dude, wailing at each fire other. Fire in their eyes. <laughs> and like, then <laughs> they're like, okay, we're going to go play Roblox. They just get over it so quick. And I think that's almost... It's a beautiful thing. Like, that's how I am with conflicts with almost anyone. Like, even with, like, my close friends that I have fought with, like, after a a while, like, I'm just like, all right, we're chill, I guess. And then we just go on with our lives. I've never held extended grudges with anyone before. But I know people who have. Yeah. That's true, I will say. Because that's the same way with, I think in like middle school recently i haven't really gotten to like any arguments with close friends but i think middle school high school like i i went through some like oh extensive yeah. like arguments with some friends i have yeah uh, i had a friend break up with me like i was like yeah they like stopped talking to me I'm like okay like but i don't have enough initiative to like compromise and bring him back in oh but like are you guys friends now? No, we're no? friends now. Oh, we're yeah, actually yeah, yeah. really good friends now. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, that happened with, like, this was really a really good school, yeah, too, in, like, high school. And, like, a summer passed, and we were just in different states. And then we came back, and we were like, oh, we chill, right? Alert. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll work. laughs> and we were. We, like, talked about it and like, a long car ride. And we're like, okay, homies. Uh, nice. But I remember, I, like, one, like, friendship that almost ended. And... I thought we were just gonna move on, but she was just like, "No, I'm not okay." Wow, this is hard to say without saying any context. Uh, we're okay. good friends now. Um, actually, let's hold up. We're not gonna talk about this on the pod. I don't want to bring this back up. Can I don't even know who out? you're. I don't even this know is, who you're talking uh, about. So this. Oh, this is oh, I forgot oh. to wish okay. her happy birthday, and she was just oh my god. Oh, yeah.
1: On that note, last night. I take
0: that out though. <laughs>
1: last night, I was. Um, I was like, I don't know why my Venmo was pulled up, but I saw that my friends had Venmo'd. My other friend, like something along the lines of happy birthday. And I went, oh my God.
0: Oh, you forgot, huh?
1: Oh, my God. But her birthday, kicker is, it wasn't for her birthday, I'm assuming, because her birthday's in September. And I said, oh my oh, God. And for- this is like a close friend, right? Oh, you forgot. Huh yeah i don't
0: know like on friends birthdays but
1: i felt awful because like we oh we like
0: wait who made
1: special (laughs) efforts i guess because we are distance
0: oh like
1: we live in two very separate locations now Uh um to like write really really nice messages to each other on each other's birthdays Uh and like call each other that whole thing and I was like, Oh my God, I feel like a terrible, awful person. How could I live let this happen? Because it was just like not on my calendar because I think I was just like, Oh, I'll remember it and then mm. I never put it on my calendar and then it passed and I went,
0: Oh so my god, pass. I'm a
1: terrible person. No, it, did. it, was, no, in September. it was in mid oh, September. It yeah. Did. Oh, okay. and so did you I message realized that night. Yeah. And oh, so I wow, texted her. Night. Yeah. I texted her, I said. Oh my God, I just realized I never wished you a happy birthday and it's for a big birthday too, (laughs) and I feel terrible. Oh
0: shit. Yeah. Uh, She definitely turned 21, I
1: guess. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I hope you had the most lovely of of birthdays. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Maybe it's just a family thing because I don't think any of us really care that much about our birthday. Yeah. No, I don't care.
1: I don't care about y'all saying happy birthday to me.
0: No, no, no. Oh, but like you. Like on yeah. January twenty fourth, you're like, oh, I like expecting these people to say happy birthday, or oh. else I'm gonna be a little hurt.
1: No, I think I just feel very loved on my birthday oh, in, in the midst too, of yeah. like yeah. when people text oh you, so. birthday oh, okay. sadness
0: yeah uh, okay, <laughs> yeah yeah it does help me pull out of birthday sadness yeah. like when people are messaging you like um, all your close family and friends are messaging you on your birthday oh. it's like oh okay, okay like okay. these people yeah. are thinking about me like that's yeah. really nice but I don't notice the people who don't message me. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm not like this like, person didn't message yeah. me. Like uh okay, um, i, see, I, see, I see. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. I just appreciate the people who do. And the people okay, who call okay. me is even nicer. Like I love getting calls on my mm. birthday. Mm. Um, and just catching up with people feel very yeah. loved and appreciated.
1: I think also like especially with people that you don't talk to super often, and mm-hmm. then they like kind of text you out of the blue, "Happy mm-hmm. birthday!" It's like
0: oh my I'm like, gosh, oh, you I thought feel of me? So special. Mm. Yeah, I try yeah. my best to keep up with people's birthdays, but like, it used to be like Facebook would remind me, but no one. I don't use Facebook anymore, yeah. so I like put
1: it on your calendar.
0: Yeah, but then I have to. Yeah, I don't know. There are like a few people that like I just know in my brain that like. Yeah. Mm-mm. like family members and like five people that i like yeah pretty much i think five, yeah oh, they're like a very small amount of people that i'm like i know when your birthday is and i'm for sure like messaging or calling you on your birthday our family never grew up with like he- placing a heavy emphasis on making birthday special oh yeah, i do want to say like
1: holidays in general
0: i do want to say on my birthday i felt very special because rachel made me like this oh. most amazing like black sesame <laughs> birthday cake that was delicious and i was just not expecting that mm. at all Dude, I'm the not gonna secret lie. I think ingredient
1: it, is noru oh you right you <laughs> right
0: noru black sesame purchase noru
1: cake. black sesame <laughs> protein to make all of your cakes taste <laughs> delicious. delicious i'm not gonna
0: lie that completely changed the vibe of you that day oh yeah i was <laughs> so I was sad. sad i was like damn i'm getting older i my life is not together like i don't want to i'm not where i want to be in life and uh <laughs> I then stayed up till 5 a.m. last night and I was like, and then I came upstairs from like packing Nora. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this cake is amazing. <laughs> I saw that. Minute, uh, my eyes, <laughs> my eyes lit oh, up. Geez. So, Rachel, thank you so much for making my birthday feel um, so special. Of course. Um, I do what I can. Else? And then the rest of the week was great, too. I... I I like in those moments where I feel depressed about like getting older and not being where I want to be I'm like remind, constantly reminded of like how many people I'm surrounded by that love me and like like how many great people I have around me like when I came home from when I went back to Cleveland from home like my roommate Kate had baked me like a pumpkin spice like um, uh, uh, what is I think a bundt cake or something but oh, it was that was also delicious you cold? no oh, actually kind of hot
1: thank you so um, much
0: good job (laughs) (laughs) um i'm cold cold. too (laughs) do you have another thing (laughs) for me (laughs) Uh, no no no. it's okay um and then like my undergrads my undergrads are so sweet uh they also bought me like red velvet cupcakes and like decorated it with like the theme of our project it was so cute. cute and i was like wow i have like so many people in my lives that that care about me, and like, what right do I have to be sad on my birthday? Like, like stop being stupid, Jesse. Like, you have so much going for you in your life. Um, so yeah, that's that really helped pull me out of that moment of uh birthday depression. But yeah,
1: on that note, do you want to talk about what we talked to mom and dad about at dinner? Oh, at
0: dinner <laughs> on my birthday, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's talk about that it. was wild. That was wild. Yeah, so, um, yeah. um, as most. As most of you know, our parents are increasingly getting concerned about the fact that all... Oh, wait. Me and Andrew are single. Yeah. Uh, they're, okay the and single. Huh? they're okay with the fact that Rachel is single. Huh? They're okay with the fact that Rachel is single. But she's not. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's How did why I for- left her out, you Oh. <laughs> yeah, we can leave that out,
1: too. <laughs> but they're also not concerned about my-
0: <laughs> They're also not concerned about rachel but yeah. wow huh <laughs> i just forgot <laughs> i was like i think he's missing something
1: there yeah let me just repeat that
0: <laughs> just like, let me let me uh, say it again you not hear me <laughs> anyways but that. um <laughs> oh right wow but uh, yeah hmm. our parents are getting increased we're just gonna ignore that <laughs> we're just gonna uh, ignore yes. that yes yeah. um but yes our parents our grandparents <laughs> yes Yeah. all parties involved are concerned about how Andrew and I are are single and that we need to find our our wives but (laughs) I'm not concerned about it personally so I'm taking my time I am gonna find the person who's the best fit for me but our parents are like we were just asking our parents about like oh Mm -hmm. who do you think would be a good fit for us like what are like the boundaries that you have and then we came to the topic of age Mm -hmm. and uh, what exactly did we ask them we are just like what is the youngest person that jesse age yeah that jesse could date could date yeah
1: um can we say your age
0: yeah you i turned 28 like yeah uh, yeah, yeah. jesse is 28 yeah. 28 years young 28 years <laughs> young. <Yeah. laughs>
1: um but yeah we so, asked our parents mm-hmm. what's the youngest age that a girl can be for jesse to date
0: uh-huh and throw throw, some, guesses in the, in throw the the some guesses in the in the chat before before we reveal. reveal the answer. It's a pause. <laughs> it's a pause video. And, and guess yeah. your number. <laughs> Write down your answer. Alright, you got a number. Right. dude. Probably do, not that. <laughs> <laughs> now subtract so ten from that number. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: <laughs> Uh, no,
0: no d- that's kind of what. Actually, that's what. Yeah, pretty pretty close. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 Mom, Jessie, you want Yeah. Didn't Dad give the answer first? Was it Mom or Dad? I, I think forget. Dad said something yeah. first. Oh, okay. Dad was like, "Oh yeah, like, eighteen is probably a good age for oh Jesse to go. <laughs> and Mom was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighteen is a great." age. And we were like, and I was huh? like "What? That's that's Shema? like, that's like Philip, <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, yeah, almost." Um, but She'll we also it. have to remember that mm-hmm. our parents are from a very different time. Yeah. And- yeah. Maybe at one point that was okay. And our
1: grandparents are 10 years apart as well. Our
0: grandparents are are also 10 years years apart. But like 10 years later in your life doesn't make a difference. 10 years now makes a big difference. Like if I'm 40 and then marrying someone who's 30 is probably way more okay than 28 and 18. Yeah. But yeah, I was flabbergasted. And then we kind of started talking about like what is like an appropriate age, Mm -hmm. like lower Mm -hmm. bound age for me to date. And um, I had always been, my my thought has always been, and this is obviously subject to change as I get older and stuff, but my rule of thumb for this past year and a half of being single is, like, oh, you had to have at least spent, like, a year outside of college because hmm. I think that year outside of college is where you grow a lot because college is kind of a bubble, like, you don't really, like, experience what the real world is like until after college, so for me, like, you need to at least have that level of maturity of knowing what life is like outside of college and live through it, struggle through it, whatever. Obviously that's kind of a blanket statement. Some people after two or three years of being out of college are still like haven't matured to the point where, I don't know, to a level where I feel like they need to be at in order for me to date. Um, But that was kind of my rule. I don't know. I, you're too young to really think about these things Andrew what is your yeah, role of thumb or do you have uh, I was gonna well, ask. I mean I
1: can say it from the other end of. oh the spectrum, yeah you yeah, have right? an exactly. upper bound
0: upper yeah bound. oh yeah. True. Yeah, yeah that's so weird that women think about the upper bound right. women have to th- or guys think about the lower bound but
1: you could also Anyways. think about the
0: upper bound. I don't have an upper bound. Oh, wow. I okay. will literally date oh. anyone. Okay, well, like, a obviously, yeah. within, <laughs> within reason. Like, if I can be attracted to a 75 year old and, think like, a,
1: an older woman could groom you, like, is that Groom a thing? me? What the <laughs>
0: hell? <laughs> I think once your prefrontal cortex is fully developed, Okay, grooming is not really like that much of an issue anymore yeah i don't think anyone can groom me i'm my own person at this point yeah i think i live for myself
1: because i know there's been a lot of controversy with like some hollywood relationships where like the woman Mm. is like 40 and the guy is like 20 yeah
0: 40 and 20 is also not great that's uh, your prefrontal cortex fully develops at what 25 26 yeah i think past that age like i don't know like it's less problematic, so all right, Rachel. What is your upper bound? Because I feel like women care about if their men of their peers who are men at their age dating someone younger than them is a problem. But yes. when they were that age, they were not having a problem with dating the men who are older. Like, younger women don't see it as a problem when they're dating someone who's older, mm. but older women yeah. will see it as a problem.
1: I don't know i think currently so I wonder
0: what your like perspective on it is like mm. would you date like a 30 year old that's guy? true it's Ooh. even like yeah because like i would you were, not you would not right no okay so you I do think, have that perspective of that's weird that's weird yeah, yeah
1: i think it's just hard to relate to people when you're not in similar life stages i think right. that's like the biggest factor for me is like okay. a similar life that's stage fair. to where you're able to relate to your partner and also able to like Talk and be able to have a mutually beneficial relationship, and where like Mm. you can get advice from them, and they can Mm. get advice from you. Like Mm. I like that balance sort of feeling. I just like it when it's super like oh there is one person person has so much more experience and is like financially more stable Mm. and is just like providing for you. Mm. Maybe this is my like gut instinct against like the idea of patriarchy and like men being the protectors and providers kind of idea. It's also
0: about, like, power dynamics at the end of the day. Yeah. when men are the protector and provider, they have that power over the other person. Yeah. And it, that it breeds, leads a, to manipulation. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, would you be okay with... Because I'm still a student, right? I don't have that much financial power or influence at all. Or would you date someone in grad school or, like... no. Rachel oh, would I that's not what I was asking Oh, but I, think, I was I asking oh, okay. for myself like oh, okay. if I'm dating someone who's oh, younger than me like but out of college makes a lot more money than oh, me Oh,
1: um,
0: and like has the life experience of being out of college <laughs> but they're like what five years younger than me
1: wow my like implicit biases are being pulled out because when you said a woman having all this power, I said, that's fine. Yeah, exactly, right? But then you have to think about the age
0: part again, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's... I feel like...
0: If we're talking objectively about power dynamics, yeah.
1: As you grow older,
0: Mm.
1: as long as you have... Or, like, on the similar playing field of, I guess, life trajectory, even though she has like an established career mm-hmm. and making all this money as long as she's gone through the same amount of thought and determining like what she wants to do with her life. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's important. Okay. Yeah. Because mm. I feel like you have amassed some collection of experiences. I have that, a lot of
0: experiences. Right. That's that like
1: inform how you behave as a person. Yes. I think like that level of maturity has to be similar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that with that being said, I guess for you, you're still in college, so dating someone outside of college with life experience outside of college doesn't really make sense. Or would you consider it? Like someone who has already graduated college and work um, for like a I year I think or two. I would
1: have had to known them before they are working mm-hmm. full time mm-hmm. or else it's just like it's just too different it yeah. just feels kind of weird where it's like mm-hmm.
0: disconnected from oh, their life experience yeah
1: go to your little classes okay go to your little 9 to 5
0: oh yeah that'd be so weird like dating yeah. someone in school okay yeah wait, I'm still in school but <laughs> 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 but like dating someone who's like taking tests every day and like that's like the same thing when weird. college people would go back to like high school prom Oh yeah, mm, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It was the weirdest vibe, yeah. Sometimes, but like, I, always I always disagreed like, with this that. Is, uh, interesting, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess if it was one year apart, yeah. If it it's was one fine. year apart and you were dating in yeah, high school, obviously, yeah, that's, so that's fine. Okay. Yeah, but like two, three years, and like, mm, and you guys met know. while you guys were in separate stages. Yeah, uh, God, That's strange. Um, I've only ever dated women who were, okay. I guess not all older than me because my last girlfriend was actually younger but she was like way ahead of me in life in the sense that she graduated two years before me Mm. i guess i had like a fling with someone who was younger than me in college but that felt like i didn't really like it because i have found my passion in life and i know what i want to do for the rest of my life but at that point the person that i had thing with hadn't found that uh, because she was earlier in her life and also a
1: lot of people don't even find that passion after they graduate either like finding something that you want to do takes time a lot of people a very varying amount of time to
0: figure out I appreciate meeting and I guess dating people who have already found what they want to do in life um and yeah, I guess that comes with. <clears throat> that comes with age. Uh, wait, Rachel, did you say? Uh, oh yeah, a upper bound. it's 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 hard to it say like two. an upper bound, okay. though, yeah. like yeah. a number. Okay, but you would you I have think. like a like for me? It's like one year of life outside of college. Like, do you have like a standard like that?
1: No. No.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's fair. No. Nobody no. really need to have it. Did, did we yeah. already asked you. I forget mm-hmm. what is your. But I don't do have know my tham- answer. Well. Oh. It, I think it's also has to be out of school like but I don't know if it has to be an entire year because I am younger than yeah, yeah yeah you graduate oh your uh, graduation year was what 2020 yeah technically? 2020 so like I've only been out for three years, three years. now um so no but they yeah, yeah yeah that's true. I don't know like yeah I think just out of college Preferably working for a little bit yeah. but like i don't know if it makes a huge difference to me because yeah. as you're talking about someone who has found their passion i don't know what i'm gonna do i ping pong every year from my career at this point I, I realize I, I come from also a point of privilege when i say that like finding a passion is like some people just don't find that yeah. one thing which is totally fine too like just live your life however you want to live it but yeah, no, life stage, it was always like I the, the thing I thought about. Um, like even when I, I mean, life stage was just like a big thing that I thought about like right when I graduated college. So even though I was like 22 and I would talk to other people who might have been old for their age, also 22, I remember like being on dating apps after graduating and like being in my first year working a corporate job and then talking to seniors in school um because we were like less than a year apart for some of them or the same age and i'm just like we just we're just thinking about such different things right now Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to like carry conversation about what's important because you're stressing about midterms and i'm working like 80 hours a week in finance like it's just two very different worlds um but yeah no it's hard to even form a relationship right but now that you know i'm like, still, like, not newly graduated, but only a couple years out. Uh, yeah, I think that's the baseline out of school. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird because <clears throat> age is just literally one factor amongst so many yeah, other so things many. that you have to be compatible on. Dude, um, relationships are just purely circumstantial coincidences. Yeah. It's like, to love is a myth. <laughs> yeah, but I think I want to be more intentional about, like, meeting people, seeking maybe not dating relationships but like what what is this an ad (laughs) 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 oh no (laughs) it's not (laughs) not. it didn't pay me to say this one (laughs) no i mean like in real life like when i'm going out and i meet someone Uh, that i really like like i will try to make an intention to be like oh like your vibe is great like i like, like let's be try less to continue of a to coward coward yeah yeah <laughs> wow okay dude i think i definitely I did, did get cold feet because i'd be like oh like why why does this person want to talk to me but like now nowadays i just don't care like i'm just like i do need to start like shoot your shot well shoot but like i don't like i still get uncomfortable shooting my shot so i don't do it as like shooting a shot it's like oh let's be friends let's hang out let's I haven't done it yet. I'm just saying that. <laughs> In theory, that's I like, would the, do that. The mindset, the intention is to do that. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Once he learns how to Best talk to women, luck. it's over. It's <laughs> over for you.
1: My mom's birthday for wish for Jesse was, I, I hope that he finds a girlfriend.
0: Really, mom said that? Yeah. I think, yeah wow. I say that, but it's almost her birthday. <gasps> wow. What the dollar, dollar bills, baby. Why do I- Oh, this my God. That's a lot. That's of, a lot. That's what? A lot. Why do I have money in my pocket? This was, I was like, oh, this might be from the haircut, but this is way more. That's a lot, lot of money. money. What the heck? Yeah. This must have been. All right. Dinner's on Jesse. Dinner's on Jesse dinner's dinner's tonight. last time we went out and I was wearing this jacket. Uh, covers. <laughs> Carry cash on you in New York. You yeah. need it. I the, restaurant that Ra- the restaurant that Rachel and I went for for lunch yesterday. Cash only? Cash only. Yeah. Luckily, plus, I had haircut money plus cash yeah. money there, so. Dude, the ATM fees go crazy out here. I think I paid 4.90 for an ATM fee once. It was no bueno. It's not, I mean, if you're pulling uh-huh. out like hundreds, it's not crazy. Oh wow, what <laughs> a great surprise! Dollar. Da- Very rarely do you look through old clothes and it just wads of money. Is Guy money? and girl, math. Finding cash, that's free. Free money. money. <laughs> cash to me is free money. <laughs> True, when I, I when agree. I got a haircut today, I was like, I didn't pay oh, anything. I didn't pay anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, I, I agree. had cash lying around. Yeah. 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 Feels like free money. Anyways, you know um, also free money. I lost my metro card uh, because it slipped out of my wallet. Uh, that's free money for I someone else. Too. That's free. Well, no, no, no. I don't want it. I want because it was a limited pass. So uh. I literally lost half a month of travel. Uh. But you know what I did? I didn't buy. I didn't upgrade to main cabin when I bought my flight home. I bought like the cheapest one because now I can't fix my flight. And Ooh, sometimes I'll upgrade. Sometimes I'll just go with the cheapest. But because I intentionally did not buy it. I actually never lost my metro card <laughs> uh, because the difference that I saved yes. was the value that was left on the metro card. I agree. So, be real? Uh, Ooh, yeah.
1: Be real. Wow,
0: well, I have not posted a be real
1: oh, Look at who it is.
0: In months. What it. are we dressing up, are as, dressing up as? We don't warm. have to dress up. It's Yeah, I'm not going to dress up. It's I'm literally going to wear okay. the same outfit as Omar Apollo. Oh. <clears throat> Won't you live for me? So sad that he didn't pre- perform Invincible, Invincible with Daniel that, that was like the coldest
1: thing ever. They didn't I was perform like, any songs
0: together. I was yeah. That was dumb.
1: I was like, was how can you headline together and not, not perform, perform the one song you guys have together? Yeah.
0: At least Daniel sees... It. Not I, even, even the backstage, like, ending. Yeah. I thought that's when they were going to, I thought like, Omar
1: was going to, uh, like, whip something, something out, too, he but... He was just sitting yeah. there. He just saying Streetcar, which we got yeah. in
0: Columbus, too. <laughs> yeah. He did not nothing special expec- except for Bring Her Out, which was, which was great. great. That, that was, was phenomenal. was I, I don't know if you
1: remember, Andrew, but I literally, like, yeah, slapped And like, you were like, holy shit.
0: Then I looked at you all, like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd did go wild for that. Yeah, it was pretty was insane. When... When honestly it took me up. a long time to realize what was going on <laughs> i was like what's going on <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah as soon as she started he- singing i was like my ears have never heard anything more beautiful in my entire life yeah. like i actually want this the rest of this concert to be her
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> It's her concert now.
1: yeah it's her concert now
0: okay how long all right have you been? let's let's check out it's been okay. uh plenty of time Late. Late. anyways um it's getting cold out and uh we need to eat dinner because i'm hungry uh so we're gonna check out now uh thank you everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rooftop pod. We hope that you come back for next week's episode as well uh uh, uh out. today um, comment down below um uh, uh, oh first off comment comment down below if you know any good resources yes, and I and' about to say informational the same. resources uh uh funds or um efforts to <clears throat> help oh. out in the humanitarian crisis. I'm
1: actually going to shout out a podcast that I listened to that helped, was like oh, very quite yeah. unbiased, went through a lot of the history of the conflict. Okay, um, okay. It's called Wiser World. They have a three-part series on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Mm. Um, it goes back basically to the very beginnings of the conflict and goes mm. through the entire history, um, policies that were made, like prior wor- wars mm. that had occurred um very very good very informative highly recommend um it's a pretty quick listen to i think in total it was like in an, an hour and a half to two hours depending on the speed that you play it at mm. so
0: okay yeah that's really great that. <clears throat> other than that yeah uh i hope everyone stays safe and um enjoys the rest of their weekends signing out with me is my sister rachel and my brother andrew, andrew. and we will catch you on the next episode of the rooftop pod peace, peace.